Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is May 11th, 2020, and it is the 58th day of quarantine, or semi-quarantine, as as the case may be. We're shaking Psalm 138 today. We're going to shake it until we get a math equation out of it. And we're going to ask some tough questions of Psalm 138. That is, how do you have spiritual growth? And is it just trouble that brings spiritual growth? Is it just adversity that brings spiritual growth? And we're going to ask Psalm 138 that question. Unfortunately, it is going to give us an answer. So here's Psalm 138. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods or the authorities, I sing your praise. I bow down to your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love, your hesed love, and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above, for you you have exalted above all things, your name and your word. Psalm, or, uh, verse 3, we'll come back to this one. This is important. Not that they're not all important. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul you increased. And then two verses that talk about the future where things are all rosy. All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord. They have heard the words of your mouth, and they have, and they shall sing the ways of the Lord. For great is the Lord. Oh, my goodness. For great is the glory of the Lord. Then back to reality now. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Verse 7 talks about trouble, which we're going to key in on. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. For the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. So here's the question today again. How do you have spiritual growth? What does Psalm 138 say about having spiritual growth? Is it just trouble? So if you think about a math equation, on the left hand of the equation, the question is, uh, trouble is on the left. And then spiritual growth, in verse 3, it's called strength of soul. Is that the only thing you need to get strength of soul? Psalm 138 says no. There's a couple more things you need besides trouble. So we were talking in uh, ABF yesterday about how uh, when we pray for each other, is it appropriate to to pray, verse 3, that I pray that the strength of your soul would be increased because... What that means is there's a couple other ingredients that go into the result. That's the right side of the equation, strength of soul. Who who wouldn't want that? Well, the problem is, is the things that are required on the left-hand side of the equation. So verse 3 tells us three of those things. Uh, on the day that I called. So first of all, there is a, a need that's hidden in verse 3, but it's uh, well described in verse 7. So we have needs. Secondly is we're supposed to do something with those needs, and that is we are supposed to call. We just finished, for those of you who have been listening, a long series in Luke chapter 11 about the Lord's prayer and following in the Lord's prayer. Uh, 
basically Jesus says, when you pray, pray like this. You you ask, give us each day our, our bread, forgive us our sins, lead us. Those are those are requests we make of God. And then when he finishes with the Lord's Prayer, he, toss, he, he teaches us to ask and seek and knock for his spirit and his presence and his clo- closeness. He says, this is something that even human beings know how to do in, in response, much less the Lord. And then, so he says that, on the day that I called, you answered me. So there's a calling and there's an answering um, on the left-hand side of the equation, but there's really, I think, four things on the left-hand side of the equation and on the right-hand side of the equation, then we get spiritual growth or strength of soul, which is such a beautiful term. So first of all, I was wondering is when we pray for someone's strength of soul, are we praying trouble upon their heads? And I think the answer is no, not necessarily, because who finds somebody that doesn't have some troubles? Everybody has troubles. So they already have troubles. Then we're supposed to ask. So you're supposed to call. So that's the second thing. And then we're supposed to wait for an answer and receive an answer from the Lord. And then finally, uh, just a subtext of 138 is intentionality. So it's, I purpose to do this. That's that's what the psalmist uh, David in 138 says, I am going to give you thanks, even though I have trouble. I am going to call on you. I am going to wait for an answer. So here's the math equation. Uh, On the right-hand side of the equation, I like this, strength of soul. That's a wonderful uh, uh, phrase, a great soundbite, as I I wish for you, I pray for you, strength of soul. Well, the breaking that down on the left-hand side of the equation, <clears throat> what equals that? Well, intentionality plus trouble plus calling on the Lord plus hearing his answer. So how do you have spiritual growth? Those four things, intentionality, trouble, which they already have, calling on the Lord, and answering. It's not just trouble. It's doing the right thing with it. It's being intentional about it, calling on the Lord and waiting for his answer. So as we pray for people, I think it's a great goal to pray strength of soul. Thanks for the math equation today, Lord.